They say small business is the backbone of America. So what's the best way to support a small business? It is to learn more about them and share with your family and friends. We interview founders from across the world who have started and scaled their business through the ups and downs, long hours, and the rewards that come from sacrificing their time to build their business. Welcome to First to Arrive, Last to Leave, the journey of an entrepreneur. All right, welcome to another episode of First to Arrive, Last to Leave. Today, I have another very special guest. I know they're always special, but especially special. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Uh, I have Tammy Gilmore here of Wilderness Therapy Retreats. Tammy, welcome. Thank you very much. All right, well, Tammy and I were cohort people. I don't, what awesome. do I say? Fellow cohorters. Cohort. I don't like that Any. either. <laughs> I don't either. In this, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I met you as a fellow hiker, loved what you were doing at, at Wilderness Therapy Retreats. Can you talk, can you give us just like a high level overview of what you specifically do and how you help people through this company? Okay, yes. Um, so I'm a, wilderness, I'm a trained wilderness therapist and uh, what wilderness therapy is, is um, consciously incorporating nature into the therapeutic process. And we take people into nature for various reasons, and uh, we do things such as um, wanders, maybe a gratitude wander, or a wander with wander with your inner critic, or um, your <laughs> that'd be a fun wander, <laughs> right? <laughs> your inner child, whatever. So we're collaborating with nature. We're not using nature, and um, it's it's really calming to your nervous system to be out into nature. Well, talk about how you got into this. So, you you have a therapist back. You're a therapist, right? By um, nature, that's what you've been doing. Therapist, licensed professional counselor. So, I would love to know what was happening in your practice where you started seeing a reoccurring theme, where you decided to really take this to in a in a different way, in a different comp- or add this extra component to be able to help people through nature. So, what was that? What was happening in the practice, and then how did you make that link? Okay, well, it really, um, it came to me in a training, in a trauma training, and they kept, uh, in a compassion fatigue. So as somebody who's a a healer, you are giving out compassion all day long. And so I had gone to one in Boulder, and they kept talking about nature therapy and wilderness therapy and, like, telling us how to rejuvenate ourselves. And I was like, "Uh, what's that? And how do I sign up for it? Mm -hmm. And by the end of that month, I had... um, already gone to my first like seven day training in the woods to be a wilderness therapist and and so and then I saw it with my clients when I would say hey you want to be a guinea pig this is something I've learned and and one one hour walk in the woods one man said this is the best session we've ever had wow and and so the only difference I wasn't any different the only difference was his setting the place you know, his nervous system was able to go deeper, and uh, it was just incredible. And the metaphors in nature that come up that mm-hmm. are, can really help people see, you know, what they find and what they're drawn to. And one of my favorite things is to have them talk to a tree and why they pick the tree they pick. And I get chills every time they come back and they are telling the story about their tree, and they don't even see that it's like the story of them. Oh, and wow. it's wow. A, the stories that I could tell like I would be here all day it's just so exciting and it and I can do what I love and be outside because I'm a big outside girl mm-hmm. so that's like it's super interesting I, I'm fascinated by this so when you go are, is it typically in Texas or are you leaving Texas where are you where do they 
this, these sessions typically happen? A little bit of both. Okay. And I've found doing this more beautiful places in Texas than I ever have. I always thought, you have yeah. to go to Colorado or wherever. But there's some really pretty places here. But we've gone to Arkansas, Colorado, um, Broken Bow, Oklahoma. And uh, we've made it a few that were um, in Colorado and California that never really made because most of my contacts are here. And mm-hmm. so that's like, I got to pay for a retreat and then I got to pay for travel. Mm-hmm. So we're still trying to figure and maneuver all that out. So, well, and I know you talked about Maine too. Did you? Because I'm like, it's worth the travel up there. Oh, and then I, to, for sure. I mean, it's beautiful. That's in June and I'm Is super it, okay. excited. It hasn't made yet. We don't have, we have spots open. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. And it's Bar Harbor, Maine, right? Like, it's Acadia, the, Maine. Oh, yeah. I was there last year. I'm telling you, just the trip alone would be worth it. It's like this. It's the mountains meets the ocean, right? Oh my gosh. Like, it's, and then, then we're doing a transition. Yeah. Like, like if you're a big transition in your life, like, and this is a really good retreat to do is what you're leaving behind and what you're stepping into. And so whether it's retirement or a new job or, a, you know, new baby or empty nest yeah. or whatever. Sorry. So well, uh, is it because, okay, so is this like beneficial because A, as a society, we're not getting out in nature enough or is it B, Maybe we're out in nature, but we're not seeing what we need to see. I know I'm like, I speak from experience. I'm a horrible, let's get three miles in. Do, 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 do. And some yeah. people hate hiking with me because I'm a very <laughs> task-oriented hiker. So is it a, is it one or the other? Is it both? Like what what are we missing here where this is so therapeutic and, and changing for people? Yeah, I think I think you said it. It's both. But okay. it's, uh, it's being mindful and present. And sit spotting is where you find a spot and you sit for 20 minutes. And... The, the belief is that you're no longer in nature, that you're a part of nature at that point. And so oh. you start seeing more little butterflies and birds and squirrels. It's like, oh, she's here and she's going to stay here with us. So it just, it's like things come alive. And on the burnout retreat that I just did in Broken Bow, um, there was a participant who couldn't um, hike. And, and I was like, you're going to get all the same benefits we get. And so this person sat and, you know, found their spot or whatever. And then <clears throat> at the end, and he did a little thing for me so I can say this out loud, a testimonial. But he, um, he, his blood sugar went down like by 20 in a three-day thing. He lost five pounds. He said, I've never eaten such good healthy food that I felt full. And But he said, I felt full. I mean, it's like carried over the benefits of three. There's something called the three-day effect, by the way. Um of being in the woods that is different, that kind of rearranges you at the core. You can find that at REI if you want to look it up. The three-day effect. <laughs> that's amazing. So. I'm I'm curious <clears throat> for the, with the burnout one. Are is it um, business owners, moms, like, or is it just burnout as a whole? Well, this was um, um, just open to the public. I would love to do this with businesses, yeah. but um, and it was a really good practice we we didn't sell out enough to make it profitable so business problems right but it was incredible and then part of our new pivot that we learned in Goldman Sachs or that I decided I wanted to do in Goldman Sachs is to do more glamping because people keep saying I want glamping I don't want to do the backcountry stuff and then our hope is like okay we'll get you glamping and then maybe we'll want to go deeper or wilder but um, it costs more to go yeah. up in a big, mm-hmm. beautiful lodge in Broken Bow, which was fabulous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a great kitchen. But anyway, so it was like all different kinds of people. But what is really interesting is that whoever's drawn to it, there's some connection between all of them. And I 
feel like I'm on a ramble. That's okay. no, 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 no. So, this yeah. is super interesting. <clears throat> no, that's, I mean, that's why we're here. We want to hear about all those details because that's what makes it special that you have a platform to share what you're doing because I didn't know this existed. And this is most definitely something I would be interested in. I know my husband would want to do even together if like a collaborative type thing. Are yeah. there prompts? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, um, and so I, we will do a like a specific one if you say, hey, we want to do this, we want to do team bonding or whatever it is we yeah. want to do, and then we write the curriculum around that. Um, but then I do specific ones on attachment, people who had attachment issues, mm. I, some people that were raised in a cult. And like, wow. uh, so in connecting with nature, and you know, I, I once wrote something about the benefits of hugging a tree, and my cousin said, you know, gave me a hard time, like, you can get those same benefits from hugging a person. And I said, <laughs> no. we don't all have yeah. people yeah. to hug. Yeah. And so attachment is scary and vulnerable, but if you can attach with a natural object first, and um, and then it's easier for you to go from there to the next step. So people have been hurt a lot. Yeah. Just, I can't tell you how they come alive. And an hour on my couch is so different than three days in the woods. Yeah. And it's just immersed in that um, natural setting. ADHD kids go to camp and don't need meds for the rest of the year because they've spent time out there and their nervous systems get regulated. That's insane. It's it's crazy to me, and it makes me, you know, I'm not anti-medicine by any means, but I'm pro-finding different solutions versus mm-hmm. relying 100% on medicine type of deal. And it's amazing to me how much we miss out on this nowadays. And, like, you know, even kids, like, I'm guilty of it. We're running to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, and we've mm-hmm. got the list of we should go hiking, but, oh, you've got soccer, you've got this, you've got that. And we're just in this lives busy is the priority and we're missing out on these just moments of being absolutely and that's a big part of it you you said earlier like going fast Uh, my oldest son teaches mindfulness through fly fishing and it's I don't even I'm kind of weird and I don't like catching the fish and hurting them but so I'm okay if they don't get on the hook but (laughs) (laughs) when he took me out and taught me and he's just so patient he's got a natural counselor in him but I I mean I was so present and it's I don't know. I don't know if you've ever uh, fly fished. So it's not mm. like a reel or anything like that. And you're standing in the water and there's wind and you're just really present in the moment with those things. Yeah. And, he, and he does kiss the fish when he's finished. But. He does. <laughs> you're saying something really interesting, too, about like being present because that I don't believe is you can do when you have your phone. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. And like to be like like I'm I'm guilty. It's like it's on my wrist. It's uh it's in my hand. It's I've got my laptop. There's always something that can grab my attention, and then you almost miss things. So how do you get people to detach from that? Is it just part of the contract? Like you're coming and you can't bring your phone. It's an invitation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an invitation to do it, but a lot of them are like happy, like, oh, this is my excuse that I don't have to. Yes. Like, and so we try true. to go to places where you don't get service. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but a lot of them don't. And if they keep it, it may be for pictures or something like that. But um, it's it's not mandatory. It's just an invitation. Yeah. I think this is absolute magic. So t- what's a typical day look like for someone who joins you? Okay. So um, it's very intentional. We set it ahead of time and we do a, a prep before we even go. Mm-hmm. So they, um, we will maybe even start with like meditation of 
listening inward to what their intention is. Even if it's um, an anti-anxiety retreat, they have a specific intention. And then they may go on their very first wander just to kind of set that in. But um, it's all experiential. Mm-hmm. And so I'll teach the, the process and the whys, because we always want to know, why am I doing mm-hmm. this, right? And, um, and, then, um, and then it could be one of the goals is to get lost in the woods, because uh, the trees aren't lost, by the way. They know yeah. where they are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we um, have campfires where you share, and there's something about the darkness that people will share more than they normally were, especially kids. Because mm-hmm. wilderness therapy is, every time people hear that I'm wilderness therapist, they think I work with kids. Because that's a big thing, and it's proven, like in in those settings, that they will do better than if they're in a hospital setting, and so we're all little kids inside. But anyway, okay. I know that's I love true. that. No, I mean yeah. that's you got to keep speaking to that because that there was a there's a book called The Artist's Way, and she always mm. talks about like your inner child and your artist, and like how as we become adults, we we forget to be creative. I mean, unless you're in creative work, you. When are you 100%. ever doing anything creative? And and it just really comes from the things that you did when you were a kid. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, the, and the campfire is great to share. But to me, the, the best part of that is reflecting and mirroring back to them, not interpreting, not giving advice, but saying, I heard you say this. Mm-hmm. And I see this, you know, and, and people are always so shocked. And then they feel seen and heard because we all want to feel seen and heard. And, uh, we don't see it ourselves. So yeah. that's that's a big thing that people usually love when they uh, love a takeaway of that. But we uh, provide nourishing food, so we're taking care of the body. And um, most people think you have to be super fit to go on these, and you don't. Like, it's all, like, what you choose. Mm-hmm. And then we try to end the night before with a challenge of something that is um, – hard mm-hmm. and then they get to feel good about themselves because they've done it and we do sensory activities to really you know where they're they learn to listen yeah and smell and just like check out all of your senses and we'd maybe do some blindfolding activities sometimes or <laughs> depending on the retreat how so. many days are they typically three days or three is probably average but we've done five okay and wow. uh we've done just a weekend just a saturday sunday so we hear a lot of people just can't get away. Yeah. And, um, and there's, a, there's a really cool retreat place in Colorado that they won't do it on the weekends because they want you to come during the week and then have the weekend to like settle back in before you oh, jump wow. back to work. And we need people to come to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> right now it's just, and I don't know if it's just Texas, but there's just some really hard, hardworking people that have a hard time getting away. Well, I think it's making the priority too. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they're just like, oh, I don't, I don't need this, or it's not. I mean, how many times have we heard the? They basically have to hit rock bottom or just be completely broken before they take like something like this seriously. You know? I mean, it's just. Well, I'll keep going. I'll, you know. Also, the fact that I didn't know it, it existed. Yeah. So as you continue to market, and you continue to talk about it. I bet there are more people, especially if you're talking to business owners, CEOs, or even like, yeah, even people listening to this, like, this is an amazing opportunity to do something. I mean, I'm like, I want to go. Yeah. Like, I, just hearing you talk about it, you're super peaceful. I feel extremely calm. Now I want to go sit in nature with <laughs> you. And I think we, until you pause and hear 
you know, what you're saying. It's like people that's not on their radar as an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And seven years ago, I hadn't heard of it. And I've yeah. been a therapist for, yeah. in the psychology world forever. And then I came here and taught counselors that and they were all excited about it, too. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit yeah. taken off. And then Austin, it's probably bigger in Austin. Yeah. It's, um, so. so talk about the business side to this, too, and making that switch. So you've got a, you know, a great therapy practice and you're like, I'm going to add this. What has it been like making that shift in a managing two businesses now? Is the other one pretty much on autopilot or are you still actively no, marketing I'm, that? I'm not I'm not at all marketing. I've been taking okay. clients probably for years. And um, and so but then I still get people calling in looking for people so that I am been a pivoter like my whole I was I taught for 13 years. I had just private practice for 13 years and now it's been 13 years yeah. so I'm like going to this next wilderness thing I don't know what it is but um <laughs> it is really hard because like I will I have to be present for my clients so I have to do all kinds of things to to make sure that I'm focused and present for them and not like slacking them but the excitement of wanting to do the other stuff and it has to happen at night and all weekend yeah. and so all the things I teach of not getting burnout, um, just to normalize that, I uh, have to have a reminder and my husband tap me on the shoulder and say, yeah, um, you have a terrible boss. You work yeah, 24 <laughs> seven. You need to fire her. <laughs> For <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> but how, and then what are you, cause I know you do like speaking engagements now. Like I just talked to Jennifer last night she said you're doing the little mm-hmm. Elm luncheon coming up yeah. and are you focusing on, I mean, like, is that the primary of the marketing side is just that education piece and, and then speaking, what else are you doing to, to build it? Yeah. Um, I have, I've hired a really wonderful website guy and today it crashed for a silly reason. (laughs) Anyway, so website and I've uh, become, um, like as much as possible, like an Instagrammer and, uh, Mm -hmm. putting all of that out through social media and, uh, yeah, this is like my second podcast, and that's pretty fun. And speaking is so great. And I don't get to speak a ton, just a little bit about the wilderness therapy part, but as part of whatever I'm presenting to help others. Yeah. But that just feels cool, just connecting with people. And all of the speaking and podcasts have all been Goldman Sachs connections. Really? Every awesome. single one. So Well, and I think self-care is such a buzzword right now, too. Like, mm-hmm. what was I listening to? And they're like, I can't keep using the word self-care. I hate the word self-care. It was just something the other day. But it's such a buzzword too, and people I don't think understand how what really what really that means. Like, is it taking yeah. a nap? I mean, I'm all for a nap, but I think it's so much more too. Yeah, I would say that self care has been overused mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and it's why can't it just be? It's gonna bug me. It's gonna bug me. I remember that. Here's here's what I'm learning though: is that to do the self care, you have to love yourself. So I know self love is a big buzzword too. And so another thing I'm doing, the market is doing like really cheap class online classes for things like self love and finding your north star and all of that. And so as I'm doing this self love class, I'm like you're not going to keep doing the self-care if you don't like this person. Because if your friend is like a jerk, you're not going to do stuff for her. So if you have that inner critic is beating you up and you don't like you, like the other parts inside of you are like, Psh, I'm not going to take her to work out. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's so. also that sort of thought process of um, forgetting mm-hmm. that to make time. Forgetting that, yeah. you're, that what you even enjoy. Yes. 
right? Like we went for if you like we went for a walk the other day, and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot how much I loved going for a walk. And it's like, how could you forget that? That's something sort of ingrained in you that you you did for so many times, and it's almost you don't block it out, but you're. I, I don't know. Yeah, it takes precedence over it. I love that. Just reminders. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I have a friend every now and then remind me as well as my husband, like. What is it you teach about um, yeah. <laughs> burnout and taking breaks? Oh. Yeah, we're all guilty of it. Yeah. So. so we always have to talk about Goldman, like what your business looked like going in versus how it changed. I know you mentioned a few things of what changed coming out of it. Yeah, a lot. Like just the support has been incredible and the people like you and um, um, getting to meet Courtney too. <laughs> yeah. All, all the, all of the connections. I was so alone for so long and and. When I first had my private practice, it grew so fast, like to 13 people. And uh, I feel like if I'd known all the things that I learned in Goldman, that I would have been able to sell that business. Mm. But I didn't. And it um, and I I helped those people get their own businesses started. And uh, but, yeah, it's so much. The numbers, all of it. So yeah. in in the current business, do you have staff that helps you put together these events so my both oh. my sons have helped and okay. been part of it and they both love nature and 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 do a lot and they're both like the like way better cooks than me <laughs> like that's awesome <laughs> there are chefs but um but the administrative part um i in my other business i had a hard time finding administrative people that that worked i mean yeah and and then when i found a good one like she needed more hours and things like that so that's been difficult and so that's that's where I'm at right now is that I think I need to to find more help, administrative help because Well and the customization feels like a lot too. Like if you're customizing each thing for each person, that feel I know you wanna make sure they get out of it what it needs to, but I feel like that's a lot of prep work. Okay, and I even lied just then saying that I don't have there are, I have I have several therapists that are like um concrete Contractors? Contract, yeah. Contractors that if we have big enough that they will come in. And one of them, I've trained with her and been to lots of stuff. And then the other one I actually trained, and she's wonderful. And then there are several others that are interested in working and doing this. So that would be great. And I feel like having time to be able to collaborate with them. But they all have their own businesses. Yeah. And uh, so. And coordinating. So how often are you out in nature? Um, I try every day to to do something and, and I can tell if I haven't and I'll take out the trash I'm like hello yes you feel better and all you did was take out the trash so why aren't you doing this mm-hmm. or I'll just step out on the porch in between clients or my husband made me a little meditation deck and so I'll go out there the flowers are all dead but and then <laughs> for now it's just the weather it's winter it's not the season the right um, so then when how often is all your therapy done outside now like for no, your clients? that's okay. a dream. <laughs> that's okay. the dream. that I, And I do meet people for individual stuff outside, but people are like not weather, like they don't mm. love the weather always. Oh. And we believe that there is no bad weather. There's just bad clothing. I, that's, that's true. That's a great way to say it. I love walk. I love going on hikes and stuff in the rain. Right? In the snow. I've learned yeah. to, yeah. It's so I was, quiet yes. in the snow. Yeah. It's unbelievably quiet in the snow. Why is that? Well, well yeah it's like acoustics like it's okay well and i went to so i was in wyoming and it was snowing and at this point i was very bitter because like we're several (laughs) days in and we were snowed out and so we finally got to go somewhere but we it's called moose's or moose moose pond or something and it's up in the tetons and it was this it was snowing so it was like the perfect and it was quiet 
and it was this beautiful like you kind of go around and it's like this little pond way at the bottom of the mountain but you can walk down it and it was just like this perfect little peaceful place and I'm like you know what snowing completely made this experience different than had I gone Oh no! It was beautiful and sunny out, right? Right now, or just describing yeah. it? Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. I yeah, I've just. The, I didn't see the uh, moose though, but that's okay. Just how peaceful the room <laughs> is right now. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. Yeah. Uh, Cedar Creek Ridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know she did one with our cohort there. I didn't make it. I forget. That, I think I had the cat. I forget. Like I probably a had a shame. soccer game. That's <laughs> where I was. But go ahead. Sorry. No, so I went um, hiking with um, Christina Rosini and another Goldman grad. And I've, I didn't know that Texas had hills, let alone mm-hmm. ones that are almost vertical. Right. And we went for five miles. And I was like on cloud nine because you sit up and it was like overcast and then you're down into this like little pond area and I I forgot because we moved from California we would hike and go to the beach or go to the mountains yeah. and I was like this this just isn't a Texas thing you would you, know, you go out and you just see the sky for days it's a whole different perspective what are some other places around here that someone could go to that is my all-time favorite place to go is to is see it? the ridge yeah okay. it's because it's i feel like there's so many trails and there'll be thousands of cars but you can still find trails where nobody's yeah on the trail but i've gone on a few with uh george have you been on george with george mayfield yeah, yeah he does, does like walking network was it like walking networking or something yeah yeah it's like hiking <laughs> yes yes yeah it's wonderful and um yeah, so I that's Arbor I Hills. Do you do Arbor Hills? <laughs> like, yeah. Do you ever do Arbor? That's no, in Plano. I'll tell you one of my favorite though is Eisenhower State Park. I remember, have uh, you gone up there? No, but I've heard wonderful things. It's an hour from here. Okay, and it's on Lake Texoma. Don't get your. It is not Colorado or anything like that. <laughs> but it's like you're walking on bluffs. You can walk down to the water. It's like my favorite spot to get. If you from where we are, we can just jump on uh, Preston and it's 380 up. But it's like. It's a. It doesn't feel like Texas, and like I said, it's like forty-five gotcha. minutes away. That's kind of like Cypress Creek too. Have you been there? To I've heard of that though, oh and my, I haven't it's like been. A, a magical different place. But um, Fort Worth Nature Preserve is a good place. That's one of my oh. favorites. Have you been yeah. out there? No. Mm-hmm. They have buffalo. I literally have been nowhere except for Cedar Creek Ridge because I didn't know they existed, and it's like I said, it's one of those things. It's something I love to do, but I didn't remind myself to even like go searching for it so now i'm yeah there's deer out there and yeah buffalo yeah and even cedar hill state park which is next to cedar ridge and then um but there's a place in plano i didn't know there was two separate cedar Mm -hmm. they're separate it's free to go to cedar ridge they ask for a donation but um cedar hill state park is just like any state park if you have see i got my state park pass there you go my goal is 12 new state parks this year oh that's awesome there's one that's closing that because they sold it to some, like, there's something that I just heard. Livingston? So oh. to get the passport for that one, you have to go fast. Okay. I'll have wow. to check that out. We, ju- we checked yeah. out Fort Richardson two weeks ago, and it was very creepy. There's a hospital there. Like, I'm totally going off. But, like, you go, <laughs> it's like an old fort, and there's this big hospital. And my friend told me it's because it's made of brick. That this had like very thick brick that this happened. Everything in Texas is brick. But it was like from the 1800s, (laughs) and like they show the old beds, they show everything. No, and you walked into this place, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I kid you not, like it was beautiful outside. I'm in a sweatshirt, no big deal. I walked in, and I needed like a winter coat and mittens and gloves, 
I was eerie as hell, and I'm like, with my kids, I'm like, I need to get the hell out of here. This is giving me the eebie-jeebies. Like, the temperature, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Probably dropped about 30 degrees. Wow. So basically, ghost adventures. Yes. We need you to do. I bet you there's a lot of ghost (laughs) stuff out there. A review of this place. Yeah. It was scary. Anyway. This, by proxy of that, I'm like, okay. (laughs) No, it was weird, but yeah. But... So I'm, I didn't want to connect with anything there. <laughs> right? You did not. I was like, dude, I don't know what this tree is going to tell me, but it is not good. <laughs> this tree saw some shady stuff of people dying out here. I'm oh just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. What, did it say what type of hospital it was? Yeah. So it was, so it was a fort for, like, basically... It was when the U.S. was were trying to push out the Indians up the Red mm-hmm. River, right? So there was a war. I can't remember which war it was, but there was. They kept this fort, and you'd walk into the barracks, and the barracks were totally normal. You'd walk oh. into all these other buildings; they were totally normal. You walked in that freaking hospital, and it was creepy and eerie. And my and my son was like wanting to read everything. I'm like, uh, 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 get me out of here, get me <laughs> oh out of here. It was crazy. Yeah. So anyway, we're going though. Right? I know. But that's a state park. <laughs> like, what kind of therapy? Can it's an we hour do from here. There. <laughs> an hour and a half. Everybody get in and see how yeah. long your what's your um your will to stand in here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So back to you. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. As I went no, on a tangent about scary spirits. No. But what's next for you on the okay. therapy retreat? Um, just st- trying to wanting to do some for companies. So we're mm. definitely doing the glamping, and it's a uh, the one in um, uh, Acadia is going to be yurts that are really nice that have kitchens and bathrooms and all of that. So we're still working on that, and um, and probably more staff. Yeah, yeah. And but but trying to break into getting companies to trust us to see like how great this would be. Although I have done some retreats where a company invited me to do a segment of their retreat, which went really well. And I loved it when the one girl said, this is the most amazing thing I've ever done in my life. Wow. And it was only like a couple hours. And I was like, can you write that down? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Can What's the that? sweet spot of people, of the number of people? Because I would assume if it gets too big, you kind of lose that magic. Yeah. But you I know, think you twelve know. to fifteen per group. But I think if we had more therapists, okay, because I would want a licensed professional with each thirteen to fifteen. The more therapists you have, the bigger the group could be. Okay, but to start, and honestly, my my growth plan. Whenever I get my interview for Goldman Sachs, uh, he's like, "Oh, I think you're just scratching the surface. You need to take a bunch of executives into the woods." And yes. uh, and I was like, "Do you have any executives <laughs> that can go to the woods?" <laughs> yeah, I would take them in a second. It's almost yeah. like hiring a PR person to put together a fabulous one sheet that has a QR code of you talking and you just blast it to all these big companies and then they get to hear you speak in that in and yeah. of itself. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. It's just, it's, sto- I think yeah. it's like story sharing, but like hitting yeah. them hard. It's, everybody knows they need it, but it's like hitting them hard enough where it hurts to realize you've got to take action now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, Oh yeah, I just I'm not gonna make time for this. I've got my kid. I've got this. Okay, well, you're not gonna be around for your kids, or right. you're there, but are you truly present for your kids? So you're gonna miss out on years, and you're gonna be miserable. And I'm not saying this, you know, one retreat is going to save everything, but you've got to start taking those days now, or your business. Yeah, you're gonna burn. Like before we started recording, before you got here, like we have a Slack channel where it's kind of like venting Slack channel. I told Tammy, I'm like, oh, I was having one of those days, or. 
I went into the Slack channel, I was just like, I'm ready to quit today. Like I'm ready to give up. And so how many business owners give up or, you know, don't do something that they shouldn't be doing because they haven't taken this time. They've just hit burnout. They've hit that place. Mm-hmm. And and it's like you've got to make that a priority where otherwise other other things will fall out of your life that maybe you don't want to fall out of your life. Mm-hmm. You just right. feel like you need to do it now, you know? Right. And the honeymoon phase of burnout is um, people that are loving what they do. They're on their path. They're following their purpose. And they're just really hardworking. And so they don't feel like they need a break. Mm-hmm. And so and then the next thing you know, it's just like slow and slow and slow. And then one day, boom. Yeah. They're they're completely burnt out. So mm-hmm. reminding and that's kinda what I'm saying. I I absolutely love what I'm doing and I'm doing it at night and on weekends. But if I don't take that break, then I know what will happen because I've seen it. Yes. Yeah. And, and and for companies, the science is there for productivity and and showing clients your your employees that you care about them and sending them on something that's really good for them, that's nourishing for their body, their mind, spirit, all of those things. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember the guy, um, he's very popular, who spoke in Washington when we were all there. And he's like a motivational speaker, but he talked about- Adam Grant? Adam Grant. Yes, You need Love to him. just send Adam Grant a little <laughs> message. Like I could see their collaboration even in that. Yeah. Because think of, I mean, he's teaching about, see, see all, I mean, all sorts of stuff, how you're communicating and all of that. I think there's like yeah. such a platform for you. Yeah, like I said, I think the message just has to hit them where it hurts a little bit. Because otherwise, well, I don't have time for that. I don't have this. But it's like, well, what are you willing to lose because you don't have time? You know, it's like you need to make this a party. And I'm just as guilty. I'm like, I know I've told you I want to do this. (laughs) Too busy. You know, whatever. I don't know. Maybe we should. We should. And then we can can report back on it. I'm, no, don't I'm, do that. But I'll take it. I'll like fund what you already have going on. Yeah, same. And I think it, just to have it, maybe it's not a written testimonial. It's a podcast testimonial yeah. to say like this was the experience. And like because honestly, if it was something that came up on LinkedIn and it had like pretty trees in it and it was I, I just didn't know this type of stuff existed. And I think we all want the opportunity to to be grounded, to put our feet yeah. on the ground and we don't remember to do it. Right. You, we yeah. do it inadvertently. Like, you know, like a couple of days ago, we had a super stressful week. And I'm like, that's it. I'm just going to go plant some seeds. And I call my friend. She's like, oh, you were grounding. I was like, oh. Yeah. I didn't even know. And I think we you just yeah. forget. Yeah. That's a whole therapy, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll sign up for this. Do you want to do rapid you. fire? Yeah. Oh. Well, we're no, I'm seeds. down for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same. Um, okay. Your favorite beverage? Um... Uh, Zevia. I've discovered Zevias to get some bubbly without like aspartame. So, have y'all had Zevias? No. It's really good. They have them in all flavors, like Dr. Zevia, and then they have oh. cream soda Zevia. And uh-huh. it's so what is it made with Stevia? With? Oh, oh, Stevia. Yeah. Hence the name. <laughs> yeah. Glad I asked I that. <laughs> <laughs> Thought she was going to say sugar. <laughs> Zero calories. Yeah. <laughs> You add a little vodka to it in the evening time <laughs> for a no, sugar-free my, cocktail. <laughs> no, but my nutritionist friend would say that would be the best for your stomach if you want alcohol. It would be vodka. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <So, laughs> we're, we're on it. Um, the best advice you've ever been given? Um, I think is stop and smell the roses because I don't uh, very often. I have to be reminded lots of times and... Uh, 
So for me, I have this like incredible passion for everyone else doing it. So <laughs> to remind me to stop and smell the roses myself. Yeah. So I planted some. <laughs> oh, good. That's mine good. died. Oh. <laughs> I got one of those diseases through it. It was horrible. <laughs> and I still kept it going. It was like all thorny and bad. I have a very black thumb. <laughs> but I'll smell you yours. <laughs> I'll smell yours. I'll you <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll give you a candle. Thank you. Um, who didn't with anyone? Oprah. Since I was in my 20s, this answer has always been Oprah. Like, the things she's overcome. She's so phenomenal. I went to Hawaii, where she lives, but I did not see her on a trail. Although, she has a new passion with her new knees, is hiking. So it's possible I may run into her. You should have her come on a retreat. You should have. <laughs> Oprah would probably benefit from a nature retreat. I'll call her. Let her know. Give her a call. I Can will. you ship out from your mouth <laughs> to the world? Exactly. Oprah. Oprah, I love you. Okay. It's for you. Um, okay. Your morning routine. Okay. So 20 years ago, if you told me this was my morning retreat, I'd be like, psh, not really. <laughs> uh, I've been doing yoga for a couple of years every morning, but now I'm doing hot yoga mm. for 60 minutes, 150 degrees, 40 degrees, uh, 40% humidity. And uh, then I come home and shower, of course. <laughs> but, and then I watch with my husband breakfast, uh, Your World in 90 Seconds on the news, because that's all the time I got. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, then, and then I run in and read about my clients. But uh, I feel like a whole new person, hot yoga, by the way. Totally recommend yeah. it. Like, focus. Um, yeah. yeah. I just turned 60, so it, it feels really good. Yeah. I need to do more yoga. I'm not even kidding. It is no, I know. I went it's to a class on Sunday, and I'm like, why don't I do this more often? So I mean, I every time I go, I'm so happy I went, and I just I feel like I'm high. Like I'm just so yeah. like, Ooh. yeah. Talk about it's a meditation, yeah, and in your body and all the things. It's yeah. almost like you need to just put it into your schedule. Like, I, like I, set I do. A reminder. I like, do. Just like sitting sitting here going like, oh, I forgot that I loved this so much. Yeah. It's that con. Like maybe you just yeah. need to. Yeah. But I'm not a morning person either. And so I get up at 4.35 and it's like 20 minutes away. And and then every morning when I, I thought, I'm not going to, I'm just going to do the mm-hmm. month because I'm not going to stick with this because <laughs> I'm not a morning person. And my body gets up every morning and doesn't complain because it's so good for me. And it's happy. Yeah. It's so happy. That's awesome. It craves it. That's awesome. Okay. What are you reading right now? Uh, I am reading. <laughs> we got the book. <laughs> the, I I love Martha Beck. She's another like uh, fangirl crush, and I can't ever remember the name, but it's Finding Your Way in a Wild New World. Reclaim your true nature to create the life you want. And she's like a big nature girl too. Mm-hmm. So, but I love her. Yeah, she does like cool like South Africa retreats yeah. where like she sees all these kind of animals. Like and that's she, my yeah. dream. And she's doing this new Wayfinders called Wayfinders Life Coaching Certification. So, oh, yeah. If you like, yeah, find your way. That's really cool. Um, and then, what <clears throat> top bucket list item? Top, mm, this is going to sound crazy, but I would love to do um, a Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's on my list. Do you it's have been a on team? My list forever. Like, who's your team? Oh, Cowboys are my team. But okay, well, then you're not going to no, be able to go. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I don't care. So, I don't know. If you, I got to go when the Packers went, <gasps> and oh. they won, and it was the oh. most like high up there and the most amazing. And I think it would have been still truly amazing if they'd lost because it was just, but by far one of the top moments of my life. Did you have a cheese head? I did not have a cheese head. 
No, but there. I love Vince Lombardi and all of that. I don't love their new quarterback, but oh, I, I, the, you should <laughs> love Aaron Rodgers. What? Aaron Rodgers just did like a whole darkness retreat. He only lasted with, two days. I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> he went yeah. four days, but he is like woo woo as woo. Like is he, he, oh, he does like the psychedelic drugs. He does oh, everything. No. Yeah. Wait, how, so, but that. he's been the quarterback for, for a, long, for a time. long time. Yeah. yeah. I okay. just like the yeah. tradition there and the fans yeah. are just like, ugh. Yeah. So I don't care who plays. I just would love to experience the Super Bowl. That's on my list. So that was so bad. This is really embarrassing. But like, there's talk of Aaron Rodgers possibly retiring, and I get really sad about it. Mm-hmm. And so like, I went on a spin one night when they finished their season because I kind of thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I was hopeful. I was going to go to Phoenix for it. Mm-hmm. And then I started pulling up like Brett Favre's first game in when it was against the Bengals. And he like came up because we were like really bad. And I'm crying watching these videos. I'm like, this is so <laughs> pathetic. I'm like, because my husband's a fan now. I'm like, you weren't a fan during this time. <laughs> we were horrible. And then Brett Favre came and saved us. Like, you don't remember these days. And I'm like crying and spitting. So hopefully Aaron Rodgers sticks around for a few more years because I can't handle a retirement. Okay. Anyway. I do love I do love football, and I am a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers. I choose teams based off the quarterback, which I know isn't always. And when Peyton Manning retired, it was horrible. Yeah, I love Peyton Manning. He's the best. Well, my youngest loves the Bengals. Mm. So oh. mm. That's always interesting. And then my husband is from uh, Pittsburgh, so he's a Steeler fan. Yeah. yeah and his, favorite, his second favorite team is whoever plays the Cowboys. Yeah, oh. yeah I'm not a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Somebody asked me if I was going to raise the kids as Cowboy fans. I'm like, I can't set them up for a lifetime of disappointment. I'm sorry. Yeah, my, my husband's family's from Buffalo, or some of his family. And uh, my, he has a giant buffalo head, and my daughter's five and just runs around the house. Buffalo, <laughs> buffalo. So she was Aww. devastated. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, when that all went down. Yeah. I think so lots they've... of people were pulling for them. Yeah. They'll come yeah. back next year. Yeah. Oh, and, and the Bengals, too. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> no. Go <Sorry>. Cowboys. <laughs> Good luck with that one. We'll go Bengals. <laughs> Whoever plays them. Yeah. Um, a guilty pleasure. Um, <laughs> that you yeah. don't have to feel guilty about. No. Okay. You can yeah, even repeat kinda, what we talked about. Yeah, earlier. I kind of feel guilty about like wanting to go see Magic Mike because... <laughs> I think he's kind of funny, just like great yeah. actor, and yeah, it's yeah. all about that, not the abs. Yeah, <laughs> although the abs do come in as a nice bonus <laughs> point to it. All right, Tammy, if somebody wanted to find out more information, where should they, or sign up for your next retreat? Where should they go? Okay, wilderness-retreats.com. So, or Tammy, T A M I at wilderness-retreats.com. Okay. Or eight one seven nine three three eighty one zero six. Well, we'll have all that on our notes page too, over at Birds to Arrive Last to Leave, so it's easy okay. to find. So, thank okay. you so much thank for doing this. This is amazing. Thank yeah. Thank you. And and there are lists on our websites of places to go in the area because I totally blanked on all the places, but, and then we have like the, like like the food pyramid. This is like the nature pyramid mm-hmm. of like what's the right amount of nature's for a really healthy life, and oh, uh, and then fun. like a, a wander list where you can do your own wander. So. Okay. Like you don't even have to sign up. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank Thank you. This was so fun. (laughs)